Welcome to episode number 146 of the Keep Up Podcast. Where if you roll up a roll up, are you rolling down or are you rolling up? Would it be, why would you be rolling down? Like, so a fruit roll-up was yeah. the concept of this one. I do roll away from me. Yeah. I mean, granted, you're always rolling. You're unrolling it, technically. Right? Oh, are we, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because you're unrolling it. So are you rolling it up or are you rolling it down? You unroll uh, You roll it down to unroll it. But that's one of those foods that I'm constantly fighting the urge uh, to, like, eat in a big clump. And it's always depressing when you eat it like that. Yeah. And like, I, well, I never, I never do it. Like I want to. I guess the closest I've come is like I'll eat it like a cheese stick without, which is stringing it. That's that's satanic right there. I don't know what I, your problem is. I almost <laughs> exclusively don't string a cheese anymore. Just, just I think you do it to spite people. Two bites to make people angry. If I have two cheese sticks, I'll do one of each. You so I'll you string pull one. one. Yeah, you string one and, and then. Just, Eat another one in two bites. Why? That's like that's like eating an uncooked mozzarella stick. Big chunk of cheese. Isn't that just mozzarella? <laughs> yeah. Who that's wants perfect? To eat, who wants to eat just mozzarella? Me. I'll tell you, mozzarella is pretty down on my list of cheeses. That is a silly business. It's, it has no flavor. You're not eating it right. I've eaten it in mozzarella fried form. Mm. I've eaten it on top of tomatoes. On top of tomatoes. <laughs> no. Also covered in cheese. And covered in cheese. Wow. Well, a mozzarella of... with a tomato on it and a little bit of salt. Yeah. Mwah! Nope. Italiano. No. Mm, tomato mozzarella italiano. There's a no flavor, though. <laughs> and I But I miss the flavor. I'm Italiano, needed the flavor. Mama always told me, don't eat the, <laughs> the mozzarella without the cheese. Don't eat the... What? What? You can't eat mozzarella without cheese. Right. So mozzarella is one of those things that I always want to take... A big, a big bite out of. Mm-hmm. Also, bubble tape. I always want to bite it. I want to take the whole thing out and bite it sideways. Have you done it? No, have you? Yes. The whole thing or you bit it sideways? Uh, bit it sideways. Because the whole thing, you wouldn't be able to chew. You would die. But the similar thing happens, except it's a smaller, but it becomes this big, like, tight, hard to chew ball. Oh, it's ah. too much gum. My jaw just started hurting it's while like, you were describing yeah, it. Yeah, it's how do I it's like eating a crumpled up piece of paper almost. Yeah. Where it's just not fun to chew. It gets too tight's the best way to describe it because it does get very yeah. hard. Right, right, right. Um so there's a limit to how much gum you can there's a chew limit. apparently. But what are other things you just want to eat all in and whole but you're supposed to like pull it apart? How many spoonfuls do you eat pudding in? Uh Oh, Jello's one of those you could just like, yeah. Like, do I a, always want to do that? I, 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 don't, I think I'll choke. But Jello's a threat. Yeah, if it, you <laughs> if you suck it up too quick, it's going straight for the back of your throat. You're like, <laughs> like it's really it's it's fifty fifty. It's like flubber. Oh, remember flubber? Yeah, I I learned the other day that there's the son of flubber. I learned that too. Yeah, we learned it at the same time. Well, now that you say that, I do remember that that's the case. Yeah, you remember when you remembered, right? Um, hey, welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, where I'm Brett and Tim is Tim. That's me. And um, we uh, talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food or whatever. And I'm excited about tonight's episode. Why, Brett? I don't know. It feels like it's been a long time, but it's only... Does it feel like that to you? I think a lot has happened since... Well, is because we recorded, I think, early 
last week. Yeah, maybe it's just that extra days. And worth we're also of time. in a new year. We are officially mm-hmm. in a new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, true. But that's it true. does. I, I'm with you. It does feel like I, I don't know. It feels like there's been a ton of yeah. things that happened, and it's been a ton of time in between. But it hasn't. I just feel like it's going to be a good one. It's P H R E S H. Pahoreshi. Precious. Oh, precious. Precious. Yeah. 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 Remember that? <laughs> no. All right. Well. Okay. Shout out to those who remember that. <laughs> All two of you. What's our first uh, category? I'll let you take a guess. Ooh. The Gas Master is back. Watch out, children. <laughs> you can't start it like that. <laughs> We haven't won them over yet. Oh, we already have. Or we did. Yeah. Someone was like, you know what? I don't know if this is from... Ooh. Ooh. That was raucous. <laughs> raucous? Hang on. I'm going to look up the definition real quick. And while you do that, uh, i just like to throw out that our uh, newest video is up as well. It's VHS Part 3, <laughs> which is the title I gave for it. <laughs> Brent's dying either because of the smell or the definition of raucous. <laughs> Rock is, is way more appropriate than I realized. I can't wait to hear this. He's dying. <laughs> <laughs> What's raucous? Dude, <laughs> should I read it? Making or constituting a <laughs> disturbingly harsh and loud noise. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that it's that's absolutely what I did. Oh, wow. Wow. Incredible use of the word, Brad. Right? That's that's like 20 points in Scrabble. Man, it landed. That is. Spell it. R-O-C. Nope. U-S. <laughs> no. Rockus. That's Rocus. R-A-C. Yep. U-S. Nope. Uh, C-O-S. Nope. O-U-S. Yes. Yeah! <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Oh, that's very funny. That's Sorry. incredible use. That caught me off guard. New video's up. New it's video. A, it's a VHS one. It's a VHS one. How did we attract this crowd <laughs> of uh, VHS hunters? It's the niche. It's, it is. It's a very, it's a very niche <laughs> thing. Is this what it's like to find your niche? A niche? Your niche? Yeah. W- what's the difference between a niche and a niche? They're the same. Oh, it's just two different ways to yeah. say it. I think niche is a more confident way to say it. That's niche what I am. is when you're not sure. It's like, you know, listen to my nichums. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, you're not a fan of that? <laughs> yeah, it's really, I think we just found like a cool corner of the internet that yeah. people like like myself who want to find all these tapes, who want to explore yeah. the underbelly. The underbelly <laughs> of entertainment. Because <laughs> there are, you know, we found a lot of interesting things in, in the most recent video. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, it was. I think it was fun to film, and the only thing is the the tapes we're looking at right now. Mm. They feel they're getting a lot of samey because I think the guy specifically was like Turner Classic Movies, right, right, so we're right. getting a ton of old stuff. Luckily, we have a good variety of tapes, but yeah, uh, yeah, go check that out because uh, you know we're stupid. Check it out because we're stupid. That's it. That's how I pitch it. Yep, YouTube, the keep up. Check it out because we're stupid. Because we're stupid. But it's the fun. We put the fun. In stupid. How do you spell stupid again? I'm bummed that I said that. Uh, I, you know, I just, uh, I'm, I'm here to help you out, Brett. So I asked you to spell stupid. Do you have a stupid question? I do have a stupid question. Oh, let's go. <laughs> stupid questions with Uncle Hello. Hello. Do you know 
what I'm about to ask? No. It's been a while since we've had a stupid question. Yeah, you know, the well has been pretty dry. But Dried it did it up. It did rain. Mm. And the well got a couple little drops in there. A couple little driplets. Little little beep bops. Little drabby drips. One of the drops screamed, No Google. Oh yeah. Another drop was like What? No bing. None. The final drop. Yeah. Right before I sucked it up. Right, right before I went <laughs> as it was going into my mouth, it was like no ask Jeeves. No Jeeves, dude. Jeeves is on I permanent vacation. Ask the hard-hitting questions. They hit hard! The questions people are too afraid to ask. I'm afraid! And after slurping up all, the, all those drops, <laughs> I asked this question at the bottom of the well. Here comes. To the guy at the top of the well. Here comes. So recently, I acquired glasses. Right. And I notice life change. Right. Because they're not like prescription glasses. Right. They're they they enhance my screen application. Mm, yeah. That's that's what it said in the description. Really? Yeah. That's weird. But, I, I don't but, know. That that makes yeah, sense, that was at the okay. bottom. It's, you don't even have to look. Yep. Uh, but it also said it helps, obviously, with eye strain because uh, I'm looking at a lot of monitors recently because of streaming and all that. Blue light. B- that's what I said. Booty trap. Booty, <laughs> booty trap. <laughs> um, and so it spawned the question in my head. Mm. How many frames per second is life? And you asked that question to the man at the top of the well. Right, because I was sitting at the bottom and, and... And the man at the top of the well. Yes, what was his answer? He said... What? <laughs> <laughs> and so I repeated the question. <laughs> Verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> word for word, I said. How many frames per second is life? <laughs> so we're getting to the age where, where <laughs> as technology advances, right, right, there's right. a lot of frame per second. That's true. A lot, a lot of FPS talk. Right. And so we're, we're at the point where like gaming consoles, mod, like, like consoles, not PC, mm. are at like 60 FPS. Yeah. PC can go to like 4 billion FPS. I don't even know. It, yeah. can, it can go pretty high. Yeah. So at what point <laughs> do we hit where it is equal to life? Will we ever hit that? So I remember when, um, was it 1080p or 4K where things started looking like too real where it was awkward because we weren't used to it yet. I believe it was 4K. I think it was 4K and it almost looked like soap opera-y. Right, that's always because soap operas are usually filmed at a higher frame rate. Why is that? I don't know. That's weird. There's, there's definitely something to it. I think the idea yeah. was to make it look more realistic. Because I remember them... Oh, okay. Because I remember them looking distinctly different than everything as kids. Like, right. Like, someone would be watching, and I'd be like, why does this look different than every other show? And it never made sense to me, but I always called it the soap opera look. Yeah. Because nothing else looked like that. 100%, yeah. And, and uh, you know, as we go, get on in years and, and do more filming stuff, uh, we learned that movies are filmed at 24 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I believe it was The Hobbit, that either jumped up to 30 or 60. I can't remember. Really? But it made a lot of people sick when it jumped up because <laughs> nobody was used to that frame yeah. rate. I, I saw it in the higher frame rate, and it didn't bother me. But, That's so um, weird. Yeah, but as technology advances, obviously the frame rates will have to also advance with it. Um, but yeah, so we did hit that point where things were hitting soap opera frame rates. Well, it's tough because, okay... You ever walk through like <clears throat> you walk through like a Best Buy or whatever that has mm-hmm. all the best TVs on display? Yes, and you're like, this looks real, crystal clear. Like I could reach my hand out and grab yeah, it. I could squeeze this little bird yeah. that's on a flower. Mm-hmm. There's always some kind of tropical situation. Oh, always is. Yeah, that's they, how you showcase full of colors. 
Now, is the only reason that doesn't look like you know it's not real is because you're not surrounded by it? Like you're surrounded by nature? Yeah, like the only... Like maybe we're... I guess we can't be there already. Well, does I mean, it, we does could it ever be. Does it ever match? Like, so... <clears throat> because there's the awareness of... The fact that it is something different. You know right. what I mean? Right. No matter what, we always notice how it's not real. And like the depth isn't there. But do you think that's like the border of the TV like and not it, so much the actual... Well, that's what I mean. That's part of it. So it's hard to know. Like at what point there's like depth and things like that. Because mm-hmm. maybe it's not the movement. But yeah. So like what frame rate is that? That looks moving? slow to me. I don't know what frame rate that looks like. <laughs> And also, it doesn't look that great. No, I, I would blurry. say I've seen better frame rates on TV. My arm <laughs> is in garbage definition. <laughs> but if we can see in definition that's so high, yeah, or in, in frame rates that are so high, yeah. either or at this point. But like, how high def is life? Like, does this even look good? <laughs> Do my hands even look good? He's looking at his hands right now. Like, is this? <laughs> is this even? What is this? Seven twenty? Yeah, seriously. You know that's. But is that your eyeballs? Like, are your do your eyeballs like as they degrade in life, they get like, you can't see and you see <laughs> in lesser qualities? I wish I could talk. I I don't I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> but I'm with you. Like my hand right now doesn't look better than turning on my TV and watching a YouTube video, and that's weird. It's real weird. <laughs> I think. I think we're in 1080. Uh, you think life is life in, is in 1080, and so we're making technology that's better than we can see. Yep, and we can observe it being better than that yeah that's ludicrous yeah but that is the answer to the question yeah it's once you answer it it's official it's and there's law. no it doesn't make sense that it would be anything different right so i get that you think it's kind of crazy for me to say this is the answer mm-hmm. but this is what the answer is and the answer is what life moves at 1080p 1080p but how many frames per second Six. Six frames per second. I forgot the original question was about frames. <laughs> and visually, frame rate. visually, the world looks 1080p. And frame rate, so let me compare. Spider-Man, that's yep. 30 frames per second. Which Spider-Man? The game. You can't just say Spider-Man. I know. There's a lot of spider I was trying to think of something to compare it to. Unless you have it on PS4 Pro or PS5. That's 60, 30? 60 frames. But it's, yeah, 30. That's 60? 30. That's 30? 30. We, life is 30 frames per second 1080p that's what that's what we're that's at it. and as we surpass it we're training ourselves to think everything around us looks like trash fair enough and this is why we're going to live in a virtual world because it's just going to look better it's going to look terrible but oh why would it look terrible wait what's going to look better the, the virtual world the virtual world and then yeah. we'll take off the the vr helmet right and, and it'll just you'll look like a pixely disaster. It'll be like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> ah, everything looks terrible. I'm in a PS1. <laughs> Where are the settings? <laughs> I'm polygons. <laughs> you know, Brett, as as crazy of an answer as that is, you're probably right. I think I life know. is dull. Life is just life is fleeting. Life is fleeting. A moment lapsed a moment lapsed in time as forever fades with the breadth of an epic tale as old as time feliz navidad (laughs) (laughs) oh i hate everything (laughs) 
<laughs> what a stupid way to end that. We're going to movies. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Tim just did some research and I might be right. I broke the number one rule. I used Google. It was too it was too interesting not to know. And uh, apparently this is the first thing that popped up on Google, so who knows if it's right. Right, right. But experts state who are the experts? Me. Okay. Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, that the humans can't see past 60 frames per second. Right. That anything higher is like irrelevant. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You're a time travel guy. Right. I think what you just read is something that I discovered and wrote up in the future and people referenced on the podcast. Uh-huh. And that, what you just read is a very famous article that comes out later in the future. Right, of but course. we just saw it now. How? Why? Because you also invented time travel. Right, of course. So I use future Google. Right. Just to double check. Yeah, because you got glasses, so that your life trajectory is way different now. If, so when I take off the glasses, my life changes. Yeah, don't do that. You're, nope. you're interrupting the time continuum. The other thing I noticed, I don't even need to wear these glasses right now because they're they're like orange tinted. Yes. So when I took this off, everything looks super bizarre. Weird. I'm going to take them off for a while. Yeah, do that. Don't I'm hurt gonna... yourself. <laughs> uh, oh, time travel's gone. I, so I don't know if the, the plan was to talk about this movie, but there's a transition here I can't ignore. Yeah. Recently watched... Mm-hmm. A film, okay, that came out. We are in movies exclusively, uh huh, on Disney Plus. Okay, the film was, yeah, Soul. Soul. Yeah. Here's I, the. Tra- I forgot. Here's the transition. Yeah. Um. This movie, the animation of the people mm-hmm. is so good mm-hmm. that when they introduce more uh, otherworldly or non-human-like creatures. Mm-hmm. It made the animated people mm-hmm. look more real to me. Yes. Like almost forget that they were also animated. Right. It feels like it goes from a live action movie to an animated movie. Right. Which is insane it's that they so hit that level of detail. Because if you look at their previous movie, which I think was The Incredibles, I might be wrong, two? but Incredibles 2. Um, I'll double check that. But um, that movie, obviously, a lot of characters are exaggerated and look like, you know, caricatures of real people because yeah. they're superheroes and stuff. But even then, the level of detail and like fidelity these, these characters had was blowing my mind. Yeah. And every time another movie comes out now, it's even better than the last. It's crazy because this one had that too, like exaggerated features mm-hmm. that, you know, you see see in people but in an animated way you can exaggerate those things and make it more uh elaborate and it still looks like like that is a real person i'm Mm -hmm. looking at um even the motions are more like cartoony and stuff like that but it just looks so real and then when they introduce some characters that look more animated i'm it like reminded me that like oh yeah this whole movie is animated Mm -hmm. and and that just kind of blew my mind so i was wrong about it was what? Toy Story 4 and then Onward, which I swear oh Onward was a Disney, just a Disney animation. An, yeah, Disney animated movie. That was Pixar, right? Disney yeah. Disney Pixar? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, obviously. But even though, you know, once again, I st- my point still stands. It does. <laughs> Onward was great. It was so good. I loved that movie. Um, that, that one was interesting too because that was, uh, that was a year before this one. They had two Pixar movies come out back to back. So, huh? And I guess was Toy Story right before that? Do they have a Pixar movie every year? I don't know. How could they manage that? I don't know. There's no way. Well, I mean, the teams could could have been working on them for a really long time, I guess. Yeah, I guess they could have multiple teams spread apart. Yeah. um, Anyways, Soul. Soul. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you see the short? Which one was it? Um, Burrow. Yes. Okay. I watched it after. We'll start with that then. Okay. That was so good. It was great. I loved every second of that. Yeah. 
Um, so for to, for those of you who don't know, usually Pixar movies come with a short, um, and the studio or like a small group work on the short while everyone's working on the big movie. I'm so glad they still did that. Yeah, released it in conjunction with it because it, it would be such a shame for people not to see it. And they don't necessarily promote it with the movie or anything. I'm just because I'm aware of that. I looked for it. Same. After. I noticed it and I was like, oh yeah, there's usually a short. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I highly recommend to go look up Burrow because mm-hmm. it's just a nice little tasty short right before yeah. the movie and. Uh, yeah, it's the story of this bunny trying to like build his home, her home. Uh, yeah, it's kind of ambiguous. Yeah, it's just bunny yeah. building a home. It's home. It's home. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, as the bunny like looks at uh, looks at their plan or whatever, uh, they look back and forth between the other two. It's a badger and a oh, I forget who's first. They show so many uh... so many different types of animals. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what is it? I think I... it's a squirrel. But squirrels uh, don't really live yeah, underground. Yeah, I don't think it'd be a squirrel. A mouse? Like a rat or something? Yeah, I think so. It's some kind of rodent. Yeah. And then and then uh, the ants are my favorite. The ants, yeah. <laughs> hey! <laughs> so good. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, so uh, it's just it's really great. I don't want to say the whole thing because yeah. it is a short, but um, it's very cute. The animation's top tier. I love the animation. So, I, like, I want to find all of the artists and have them make everything in my yeah. life. Seriously? I'm, I just, <laughs> like, Seriously. have my money and animate everything yeah. I ever wanted because it's, it's so great. beautiful. Yeah, it really is. And like Tim said, it's adorable. Yeah. Like it's the cutest oh. short I've ever seen. And it's just so well done and it's heartwarming and it's 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 I mean, what is it? 5 minutes long maybe? Yeah, it's like the quickest 5 minutes yeah. of your life. It's so it's great. It's just so fun. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think it accompanies this movie really well too. Mm-hmm. Um so I loved that and Soul really caught me by surprise. Yes. Um I kind of forgot it was even coming out. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it was just there. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Went in relatively blind. I really didn't know much about it. Yeah, I remember the talks about the name and people saying it was about someone dying. Okay. Um, That was the idea anyways. But from that point on, I I didn't follow it until they were like, guess what's coming to Disney Plus on Christmas? And I was like, okay. Whoa, yeah. Um, And uh, interesting, we talked briefly, I think on the last episode, about the model and how there's not... We didn't have to pay for this one. Mm-hmm. If you had Disney Plus, you just had access to it, yep. which I was grateful for. Um, I will say mm-hmm. I loved this movie. I thought it was really good. I wouldn't say I loved it. Okay. Uh, but I, it's really, it's up there with Pixar's, some of the Pixar's yeah. best. Um, I would say this is definitely not a kid's movie. Yeah, I saw that in your notes. So explain yourself, doctor. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, I don't have my glasses. Yeah. I, took them off. <laughs> yeah. I, went, I went to adjust them and there was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this movie, I think um, it sends this message to a lot of uh, older people, I think, as far as like... Um, Try not to spoil much. Sure. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to tiptoe around it. But the idea of like life can be so much. Yeah. Life is what you make of it, ideally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, having all these goals, these missions, like you and I, we have all these lists and everything. And it's like, there's more to life than all that. Sure. You know, it is, it's definitely one of those wake up calls. And I think, I think there's a lot of heavy subjects that kids. That's very true. That'll either go right over their heads or kids are not like mature enough to grasp. Mm. I think it's awesome to give those concepts to kids early yeah. on, but like Sim and Jazz, do you think they were affected as so, much by the message? That's a really good question. Cause I would say you're very right. Like for anyone who's seen inside out, I would put this on that level yeah. as far as like heaviness. Mm-hmm. Um, but and also, just to clarify, it's definitely not not a kids' movie. It, kids can watch it and totally oh, right. enjoy it. I'm yeah. just saying, like as far as the content and the the message and all that stuff, it's not geared towards. You kids. don't know how much kids are actually going to pull from it, right? Other than just like the funny scenes. I don't know. I mean, it depends. I kind of wish I had uh, that conversation with them afterwards. Like we talked about the movie. What did you think about it? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I don't know, I don't really know what their reaction was to the message because it was pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. And I think as soon as it was done, like I said out loud, like, wow, that was like, that's pretty deep. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they were like, yeah, it was. Um, But that's, that's a really good point. It, It does, it's funny. It almost feels like it was aimed at. Uh, middle-aged or older mm-hmm. who might be like questioning whether or not they've done anything with their lives. Right, what has their life been up until that point? Right. And what I really, really liked about the movie message-wise mm-hmm. is that it poses some questions and doesn't distinctly answer some of them. Right, absolutely. Uh, which I liked because I think it could kind of cheapen the whole concept if you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, it does shed some like positive light on some of the questions, but it doesn't blatantly answer like this. Right. And I, I'm being vague on purpose, but it's, it's really, really great. I thought that was a good approach to it because yeah. they do set things up in a way where it seems like they're going to insert an answer to a couple of the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought uh, I thought it was beautiful. I thought the way that they showed uh, the afterlife was super super clever. Yep. Um, or and the before life, mm-hmm. like that whole concept was really awesome. Also, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So on that, yes. I don't know what I can say without. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll say this. So there's a <laughs> there's a concept presented. Yes. About what it looks like. Before someone is born mm-hmm. in the, like, it's like a heavenly realm almost. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. I have my whole life mm-hmm. had this weird, I don't know if it's rooted in, like, a dream I had as a kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. This, what feels like a very distinct memory that looks exactly like what happens to those souls. That is incredibly freaky. It was very weird to watch mm-hmm. because I ha- I don't know if I've ever told you about no, it. No, okay. no, I've never heard it. Tell, um, tell us. Tell uh, it's just you and me here, Brett. It right, secrets well, old. I don't want to I don't want to it's not <laughs> It's not like super spoilery, I guess, but essentially they there's this concept of a soul being sent to earth mm-hmm. uh, to inhabit someone who's being born. Yep. So that's a concept. I have this memory of like rocketing through space. What the towards Earth? And it's a memory, not a dream. It, fe- it feels like a memory. I know what that sounds like. I know, dude. I'm willing to listen because I there's a lot of things that we can't explain. Right. And and there is potential that you have some lingering remnant of whatever that's true happened before. So seeing that mm-hmm. little scene, yeah, that view from this like realm. Mm-hmm. And because that is what I remember. I remember okay, saying remember <laughs> feels like I distinctly remember really before life. <laughs> but it feel it feels like, and again, it could have been like a really vivid dream because yeah. I do have a couple of memories from when I was like a kid, mm-hmm. like in a crib and stuff like that, which is weird because you don't remember a lot from Generally those years. Generally not, yeah. But I have some images in my head that I'm pretty sure are locked in from like my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like right, I it's saw, like your perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe it was like a dream I had. When when I was a kid and it like just stayed in my brain. Yeah. But it looked just like that scene where you're like on the that edge of so... this other realm, mm-hmm. seeing where you're going to go and not knowing what it is yet. And then just like diving in. That's how you so start. Weird. That must've been such a trippy experience. When I saw it, I literally, I was like, oh, 
we got we got to find the person who came up with that concept and send them a, a email or something and see what like, yeah. what their what what their inspiration for that was because yeah. there maybe there is some connection to this. I don't know, man. You know, that's it was weird. That's really interesting. That though. moment was trippy for me. I forgot about it until right now. Yeah, but, um, that you're reflecting on it. That was crazy. Um, I I will say I really like how they dealt with this concept of these worlds. Yeah, because when you talk about life and death and stuff, there's usually a lot of talk of God and and all this stuff, and they yep. left it ambiguous as to not offend anybody which, which I, is impressive yeah honestly. you know because it's such a tightrope they're walking where they don't confirm or deny there's god and they don't like say there's angels or you know there's all these concepts yeah. that are generally associated with it that mm-hmm. they they didn't offend and they also like implied but not there's a lot of just ambiguity am, ambi- ambiguity ambiguity that's the ambiguity word. ambiguity <laughs> ambiguity but i thought it was really cool because you know it there was. are there are people you know, back and forth on all spectrums, so yeah, you don't want to offend. And they're dealing more with the uh, the concept of the soul, which right. is like such an interesting thing. There's mm-hmm. so there's like so many unknowns, like you said, and uh, so yeah, that that was really really well done. And the other thing that I really loved about the writing mm-hmm. is there were a couple moments where I thought I knew what they were gonna do, and mm-hmm. they did not do that thing, which is uh, that's Pixar for you. Absolutely, it's a, it amazes me. Honestly, that's what's so good about that team um, or those teams is like. I there are so many moments where I'm like, oh, they're gonna do this. And the thing is, mm-hmm. when I think I know what they're gonna do, I'm not mad about it. I'm like, oh, I see the direction they're going. Cool. Yeah. And then something else happens. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. Crazy. Yeah. And I'm still. And it's just like it's a surprise, and it mm-hmm. it's it feels fresh, you know. Yep. And that's the thing that's so hard to find in like anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so so that that is something I think that keeps keeps Pixar what Pixar is and like so exciting is they just do these things that I'm like, who came up with that? Right. Cause it feels like they got to that point and someone was like, ah, uh, that would be the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Let's switch that up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just really appreciated that. Yeah. I, I think I, I agree with you that the, it's a lot of, uh, um, what's the word? I guess it's like flipping the script. You know, there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of changes that you don't necessarily expect. Um, I would say one of, one of my drawbacks, one of the things that, um, I wasn't expecting <laughs> Was Excuse how me, so sorry. long or how short they were in the soul realm. Mm. I will not say which it was, but okay. I was surprised at the length of time yeah. that was that was in the soul world. Um, do you feel that way? Um, <laughs> I will say you did a good job at not implying one or the other because right. I'm not sure which one you think it was right now. <laughs> that's that's exactly that's it. I was just unhappy. <clears throat> Excuse me. With something. There, I think there were a couple moments where I was like. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know if I thought too much about it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Okay. I don't want to say anything else because my my open endedness will be ruined. So. But you you didn't you had thoughts about how they could have spent different amounts of time in different realms. Kind yes. Of thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but it, it didn't it didn't draw back from the movie yeah. in any way. It was just something I I expected it to be a certain amount. Yeah, I mean, I will say I was consistently surprised about them switching. Mm-hmm. Like, there were times where I, I suppose I did feel like, oh, I thought we were going to spend more time there, or I didn't expect us to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the first time you're in that realm yeah. is hilarious, and I didn't see it coming at all. And incredible. Yeah, it, oh, it's it great. looks so good. So great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. I, I highly recommend it um, if you're a fan uh, fan of Pixar stuff at mm-hmm. all, um, or just movies in general. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's it's a really great addition to the the pantheon of Pixar films. They do nail it. And you gotta watch. Was it? Is it just Burrow? Burrow. Yep. 
You gotta watch Burrow. Yeah, in conjunction. same thing on Disney Plus for it's free. free. You just they have a whole collection of the Pixar shorts. So. Yeah, I watched a bunch of them actually Ooh. after that. What did you watch? Um, oh no, that was part of a Disney movie. I was gonna say um, foe. No, bow, bow, bow. I actually that's one that I still haven't watched. That one's not Pixar. I don't think uh, the one with the bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched one that was uh kind of adult. Which one was it? It was the one with the little yarn ball. Oh, I didn't see that one. It it surprised me. There's like a, there's like some language in it. Really? Stuff. Yeah. Huh? No, I didn't see that. It's real weird. Uh, it's all a it's a metaphor for women in the workplace, and it's it's oh, really good. It's that's really awesome. well done. Uh, but yeah, like they swore a couple times, and I was like, "What is this?" What? It's like <laughs> what a is, Disney what? short. What's the, happening? The here? only one I watched was the little kit bull. No, oh, that one's good. That one's great. Uh, but no, it's the uh, the little matchbox girl, I think, or the the candle stick girl. Is that on there? Uh no well there there's a collection of all the of a bunch of Disney oh, shorts and I saw it but in that. that's one of them yeah is that that's the one that makes you want to cry and go to sleep yeah right? that's like that's yeah. that's the one where if you just want to end your night oh. and cry yeah that's how you do it that's... for a short I was like why 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 did, why right. did I watch this right this is a, what um, do I do with my life now and that one I find very adult because of yeah. how sad it is but... yeah it is it is um but yeah so many so many great I shorts the name on there. It, though is it the little matchbox girl or something little, little matchstick girl little it could be that. Because I think she's selling matchstick. I think it's the little matchstick girl. I think so. I think it's the little matchstick girl. I think it's girl. the littlest matchstickum. No Google, no Bing, no, no Jeeves. Speaking of Jeeves. Yeah. We watched another movie. We did. Involving a butler. There is eventually a butler. <laughs> At some point. Yeah. And also, there's no butler. I lied. Is there a butler? I'm not sure which movie you're talking about. If you're th- if you're talking about the one I think you're talking about, there's definitely a butler. Where is there a butler? It's like a key moment that people have a problem with <laughs> and should have a problem Let's with. Let's talk about it so you can remind me because uh, I was thinking of which? Spider-Man. Yeah. Where's the butler? You watched the third one? Yeah. When? Uh, like last week when you asked me to. Dude, I don't, I don't remember a butler. You don't remember the butler walking in and changing the entire history of the movies? <laughs> How do you forget that? I Was he a butler? Yeah, he's a butler. I'm so confused. Bernard? It's not ringing a bell at all. <laughs> Dude, he comes in and he's like, if I may, sir, let me add a piece of exposition that's going to change your entire character in one scene. How do you not remember that? Oh, my God. I think I was too shocked by how poorly I remembered the movie. <laughs> All right. So let's let's start. Let's let's get into it. Ugh. I I have been going through a crazy Spider-Man. I can't believe I don't remember. Kick. Him. Yeah. Maybe maybe it'll jog your memory yeah. by the time we get there. Um, yeah. Okay. So crazy Spider-Man kick, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the last year we watched all the MCU movies with the kids, so mm-hmm. they had seen all those. I realized they'd never seen any of the original Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. I love the original Spider-Man movies, so I was like, we're definitely gonna go back and watch those. I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. I went out. I went to Bull Moose. I bought all three. Yeah. For less than five dollars. That's gross. Yep. Blu-rays. Uh, nah. Lame. I just went DVD because I was like, no, it's fine. Know, it was, it's fine. Whatever. No, it's perfect. So, um, I I do want to briefly revisit the first uh, the first two before three, which I know you just watched. Yeah, but 
Dude, I love these movies. I I I love how Sam Raimi they are, mm-hmm. and uh, those were just a couple of the things I wanted to touch on because I didn't remember the second one a whole lot. Yep, um, the first one I just hadn't seen for a long time, but mm-hmm. I I just love the first one. I think it's so great. It is. Um, there there are a couple funny moments CGI wise or. Um, uh, uh, MJ swinging and her hair blowing in the wrong direction. There's a couple of like really <laughs> funny things there. Yeah. Also, um, the there's very clearly like a mannequin in that scene when she's like swinging. <laughs> so that's funny. Uh, but I can suspend all that because I I just really like it. I really like Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. He's so. He's such a goofball in He's those movies. Such, yeah, it is, and it's total Sam Raimi because it is goofy. It is, but also like intense. And there's, there's, uh, I mean, especially the first one with the Green Goblin. Oh like, my gosh, there dude. are some scary moments in that. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, mm-hmm. and then um, I'll just uh, let me see. I don't think I had any special notes on on one mm-hmm. other than uh, I mean, I just loved revisiting it. There's so many iconic moments and the intensity of the Goblin. Like I love Willem Dafoe in that yep. that scene where he's just arguing with himself is my favorite um and the and the battle at the end too mm-hmm. is i feel like where where Raimi like really comes out yeah and then in two when's the last time you watched two um last year at some point okay so i'm, I'm relatively familiar so the scene that absolutely blew me away mm-hmm. um that i had sort of forgotten about is when um octavius maybe slight spoilers for the spider-man movies but nothing crazy um when octavius is uh he's under surgery Mm -hmm. for them they're trying to remove um the tentacles yeah and they start attacking everyone it's brutal it is a horror scene (laughs) it really is that scene is straight out of a horror movie Mm -hmm. i i started to feel like this might be too much for the kids yeah because i i was like this is evil dead this is like the trees and evil dead Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so it was it was just so crazy watching through all that and uh and the story is so well told which is so funny because my memory of that is everyone hated the second one um, be- really? Well, people. A lot of people said it wasn't good because it wasn't like it was way too loved, way too story, like not Spider Man. But rewatching it, I was like, this is great. It's great. It's I- like it is so well done because yeah. Spider Man is way more than just about Spider Man. It's yeah. the story and how he interacts with these people. Yeah. While also being a superhero, mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't know. It, it was, it was really well done. I think it's, it's very well paced. Mm-hmm. Um. If anything, I feel like we could have used a little bit more um, uh, relationship building between Peter and Octavius. But mm-hmm. even then, I, I think we got enough. A good amount. Um, and I think everything looks so good. Uh, I- another thing to Raimi's credit is uh, a lot of the scenes, the tentacles were uh, people's like hands in. I think there were like gloves in oh. the tentacles. So mm-hmm. they were actually moving around. They were practical. They weren't all oh, CGI. That's cool. Which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it just it had a lot more horror elements when it came to Octavius. They mm-hmm. made him a much scarier character, and I, I just saw that come out so much more when I was rewatching. I was like, I don't think I realize how scary this scene is. Mm-hmm. And my favorite thing that carries across all three that is like just such a staple to me of of uh, Raimi's filmmaking is the crazy intense scenes where all the music cuts out mm-hmm. and it's just exaggerated noises. Oh, that's so and cool. it's like that's. I, I just talked about this with someone recently. I don't remember if I talked about it on the podcast or not. But no. it's just like, no? No. No. No? No. No. Nope. No? Nope. So it's so great because there will be like, in the goblin scene, I, I think, actually, the most the most um, sort of exaggerated uh, version of that or, or example of that, I mm-hmm. think, is in three, 
with the opening scene when uh, Spider-Man's chasing or being chased in the alleyway. Yeah, yeah. Because the impact of the head Mm -hmm. at the end is like... It like looks brutal you, too. It, it's, it does. It's, it's like doo, 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 doo. I'm like, oh. dude, it really does. They they nail it. Be, I mean, but they want to make you feel like it's uh, what's the word? Uh, believable. What happens? After. What happens? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess I'll give a little. Oh, and uh, the reason I brought that up initially mm-hmm. is the the scene with Octavius. All mm-hmm. you hear is screaming and like crashing. Yeah, that's like all that happens in that hospital scene. Oh. Uh, so one's great, two's great, three. What happened with three? So, <laughs> because, okay, let me let me say this before we get started. So, I saw this movie in IMAX yeah. when it came out 2006, 7? I think it was 7. It was 7? Okay. Um, and at the time, obviously, it was like the, the most expensive movie of all time. Yeah. It was, it, and it was going to be the best ever. It was a big deal. And I really liked it. Yeah. And that was the last time I saw it. Until, really? Until last week. Really? Yeah. Um, so, I'll give my history. Mm-hmm. Saw it in the theater probably the week of release. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. Left the theater. Two of my friends were on their way, Ethan and Davey. I'll mm-hmm. never forget. I talked to them. They were like, how was it? I was like, it was amazing. Loved it. Mm-hmm. They called me after. They were like, what movie did you see? <laughs> like, I was the only one for years. For I've, years. I've been the only one who likes it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met a couple people. My friend Alan in particular, we always laugh about how much we love Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. So revisiting it now. Yes. Was a really because I've seen it since. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've sat down and like watched it all the way through. I, I'm sure I have at some point, but I I was excited to sit down and watch it through and be like, okay, how do I really feel about this movie? Because I defend it a lot. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to think. We might go a little spoilery on Spider-Man Three. There's a couple things I want to talk about. Yeah. Um. Because of a, a few things that they didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um. So just a heads up for that. Uh. There's timestamps in the description. Always. We don't do a lot of spoilers. Sorry to do episodes back to back. I was gonna say two weeks in a row. I know. <laughs> but Wonder Woman was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And this one, like I said, probably not a ton. Um. But, but I I really want to thoroughly talk about Spider-Man Three is a hot topic. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Still even to this day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So widely hated. Yes. And the question you just you just posed is is what happened. It's because it's it's oh. It's a fine movie. I will say, as as much of a mess as it is, it's still all right. But when you compare it to the first two, mm-hmm. something went way wrong. Okay, so I, I, I realized watching this time through that I back it mm-hmm. until about the last thirty to forty minutes. Okay. And then that is the messiest plot of filmmaking I think I've ever seen. I'll tell you, it's almost like a fever dream, what happens. Yeah. Like, like it, it doesn't feel real because it's like, what are they doing? And it feels like disconnected. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it's, I mean, it's a mixture of the too many villain problem. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, That's uh, a big one. And it feels like a lack of focus because yeah. there's so many villains that they that they even sideline some villains for like two hours, like an hour of the movie. And a then you're like, time. let's focus on these two. Yeah. It's just, it's spread too thin. Yep. Um, so one thing that I always defended to a degree, mm-hmm. I I respectfully back down. Oh. I cannot defend the Venom in this movie. The Venom looks good, in my opinion. Yep. I like how it looks, but he's in it for like, what, eight minutes? I, I think he looks okay. I can't defend his attitude. Mm-hmm. I can't defend... It him feel crying like, for a minute. It doesn't feel like Venom at as all. Venom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I like the suit. Yeah, I, I think what the symbiote does is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and and how how it interacts at the end, the very end, is actually yes. I think my favorite moment of mm-hmm. it. Um, <clears throat> so that's one thing I can't really back that anymore. I I did. 
I've always kind of backed the Eddie Brock. I just mm-hmm. thought it was a different take. Like Topher Grace's Eddie Brock is more of a almost like a mirror image of who Parker is, but just a little bit different. Yeah, he's just like it, it was almost like what would Spider-Man or what would Peter Parker be if he didn't have powers? Yeah, and know? he's like instead of being like the big beefy jock, he's just someone who's kind of like stepping into Peter's like territory. Yeah. Um, um, was he in the other two movies? No. I can't. Okay, so this is the this first is time. All you get. Okay, yep. I, I couldn't remember if he was in it or not. And but. I, from what I understand, it was a last minute push from producers mm-hmm. trying to get Raimi to put it in. I don't think Raimi. Who were, who were the original villains then? I mean, they were building up Goblin for a while, so we knew that was coming. They, so this is where it gets confusing to I me because they were I, I don't know. I know at this point, based on what I've read, I'm confident in saying Raimi had no intention of putting Venom in it. Oh, that's surprising. But mm-hmm. I don't know if that means. He was planning on only doing Sandman because mm-hmm. I kind of think his story's wonky too. Yeah, or if he had something completely different in mind. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I know that Venom was not planned, which is why that feels rushed. Like right. you can read interviews with Raimi even now, mm-hmm. saying like, "Yeah, this is what happened. That movie kind of fell apart at the end." The other thing that I think bothers me the most mm-hmm. about the whole movie, and I actually read this in an article recently because I did this thing after we watched them all. Looking up, like, there are literal articles titled, What Happened with Spider-Man 3. <laughs> That's perfect. And uh, one of the things that that, uh, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know uh, who to credit on this, but they mentioned how they somehow make uh, your two, the, the love interests, they mm-hmm. make Peter and MJ just unlikable. True. Like, their story is so frustrating yeah. in the third one. Because she, she's a jerk <laughs> for a good chunk of it, in my opinion. Yeah, there's I- like... And, yeah. I mean, uh, that's what I felt anyways. Well, there's the thing that happens at the Spider-Man parade, mm-hmm. which is very stupid. Right. The thing that happens with him is very dumb. Mm-hmm. But even prior to that, she's already like pushing him away. Right. And that just the lack of communication is really frustrating to watch, especially because what I hate, and there's one other example in, in movies that I can think of with this. Mm-hmm. I hate when... So two, you really feel like you get the... the, the uh, like the meat of the romance story. Yeah. And it's, and it's good and mm-hmm. you feel good. And it's what you were waiting for because it's the first movie is kind of all over the place. Right. And, and it, it feels like a good conclusion or at least to establish a status quo with their relationship. Right. And when it's undone almost immediately in the next movie, it mm-hmm. just feels like you barely had any time to enjoy them. Right. And the only other thing I can think of, uh, this is a gigantic spoiler, actually. <laughs> I don't know if I can throw this out. Uh, I feel like with Spider-Man, it's been long enough. This is actually for Alien. Oh. Do you remember how Aliens ends? Ugh. Uh, it's been a long time. Um, Yeah, I think so. With Ripley, right? Yep. And? Yeah. The little baby? Yeah. Yes. Well, not a baby. But... Do you remember how the third one begins? Yes. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah. So you have no time to really live with this sort of per- portion of the story. Which is... Let's talk about Alien 3 for a minute. Why the hell? What happened there? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we probably talked about it when I watched them all. Like, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, maybe we this did. conversation feels roughly familiar. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that that was one thing that's a huge bummer about Spider-Man 3 is... Because mm-hmm. you have to think, like, 1 and 2 are such a big deal at this point in time. Yes. So the third one coming out had huge hype. Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, do you know if X-Men 3 came out before or after this? 
Oh, I don't remember. Because they were the big dogs at the time. They you were, know? yeah. It was Spider-Man and, and X-Men. And, they were both Fox at the time, too, right? Uh, Yeah. I th- uh, Sony. Sony did Spider-Man. Sony. Well, that's right. That's um, right. Because they still have them. Yeah. But I, I'm just curious, because it's it's funny, the parallels. Both the third movie, they can't end these I know. These movies. I know. I don't know why, I know. It was so wild. I'll look and, it up while we're, while we're talking about it. And uh, I, I will say the things that people cite as the worst parts of this movie, mm-hmm. I still love. Uh, you know, the whole dance scene, mm-hmm. it's not bad. Well, it's, and and at this point, it's because I understand who Raimi is. That's the thing. You have to take it. And but, the but whole thing is ridiculous. You can't expect people to understand Raimi to appreciate that. Like, you don't put a scene <sighs> in a movie because a director, I underst- it's his style. I understand that, but... It's so over the top that I don't know how you watch that scene and don't enjoy it. It's because it's so funny. It's so ridiculous. It's so funny. The hair flips. Oh like, my god! The moves. The... Emo Spider Man. I honestly, the only scene with like emo Spider Man that I don't like is when he looks in the mirror and pulls his hair down because mm-hmm. it's too serious. The, okay. The moments where he like flips his hair and stuff like that, I love that because <laughs> it's all just. It's all just showing how he's he's going through this transformation. It's mm-hmm. a very over the top visual metaphor. Yeah, and uh, I just I love all of it. The jazz scene. It's not as yeah. It's not as bad as everyone makes it out to be, but it's still not like great. It's great. It's funny. This, no, but it's, it's not great. great. It is great. <laughs> I'll let you defend Dude, it. The boldness of having him walk down the street, do finger guns to every woman he passes, <laughs> so go in a door, uh-huh. and do the still shot trope of as soon as the door closes, it opens, and he's in a black suit. Yeah. And then that little hip roll he does, <laughs> and he's clapping in the middle of the street. No. It is one of the greatest scenes in history. I can't give it to you. A I whole can't. team filmed that. <laughs> I know. Tobey Maguire. Did that? He did it well, but it's still not good. It's amazing. It's funny. That's, it is so good. It's fun to laugh. It's at. not just funny. Uh-huh. It's bold and it is entertainment. <laughs> it's so good. Just to go back a second, X Men yeah. Three came out in two thousand six. Wow, so the year before. What a rough couple that's, of years. That's there. Everyone's like, oh, X Men sucked. But Spider Man Three, this is gonna be See, it. I didn't hate X Men either, but I might have to revisit that. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's once again similar to Spider Man Three. It's fine. Yep. Um, so yeah, here's the thing though. Mm -hmm. So I back it all the way up until that, uh, uh, just, uh, you know, other than the problems with, with Peter and MJ, I think that's annoying Mm -hmm. because they're at odds the whole movie and that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, the last, like the last third. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. It falls apart heavy. The, the, it almost feels like a different movie. How, how. The moment when, uh, again, slight spoilers, mm-hmm. Venom and Sandman cross paths. Mm-hmm. Way to just like <laughs> link these guys up real quick. It was the most like st- <laughs> walking through an alley and like, let's do it. Let's yeah. let's work together. Like it's so. Hey, I know you want the spider. It's just like, and he's like, yeah, let's go. Literally a single scene of them meeting. That, they, right. I, the smart way to do it mm-hmm. would be to have them like cross paths early in the movie mm-hmm. or like i don't know have them both fight spider-man at once and realize they're both after him and then later on work together or something something i don't know it, i it literally felt like they ran out of time mm-hmm. and they were like okay we need these two to meet yep we need harry b- back on peter's side yep we need like all this stuff and it's like a train wreck it all like yeah. they're like let's just all put it in right here at the end yeah it could have been good. It's rough. It's all smashed together, and uh, that that was a real bummer for me to watch it. Because mm-hmm. the thing that makes me so sad is this is how 
this is how this trilogy ended. Right. It's it, just this weird, awkward ending. And, and it's stuff that people make fun of for years. Still to this day, like, it's a, it's a stain on Spider-Man. I mean, I want a tattoo of Tobey Maguire doing that dance. I, of course you do. How gross. Oh, and the butler, dude. How can you not I remember? I can't okay. remember him. All right. Maybe the version I watch is, did you watch like an extended version or something? No. Because I just found one online. I can't, there's no way. So, yeah. Harry no. goes back and forth between being angry at Peter and yeah. not, right? And then near oh! the end, he's literally like, <laughs> I have to kill. He's like, I won't. Peter, okay, yes. as Spider-Man, yes, this yes. is going to be the most spoilery yep. part. As Spider-Man goes to Harry, mm-hmm, who is mm-hmm. like the new goblin. Right. And Harry's like, I won't help you. And Pete's like, okay, and leaves. Mm-hmm. And then the butler walks I, in. I just, I don't know why I forgot him. You probably tried to, like, the, block it out. The, the whole movie, I'm just like, get me out of here. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm just like, so, <laughs> the butler comes in. That's and, so funny. I don't know why. Yeah. I I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't know. Clearly, I had a brain aneurysm or but something. But he basically just says, he's like, he's like, if I may, I've seen a lot of things happen in this house. Mm-hmm. And I know you think this thing. But I saw it, and it was actually that thing. <laughs> and it changes the whole course, and all of a sudden, he's on Spider-Man's side. I guess, I, to me, that didn't feel like that was the... But it was. It was exactly the moment, but it didn't feel powerful at all. And, and That's what the problem is. I, th- I think that's why I forgot it, because yeah. it didn't feel like anything. It's barely anything. It's, it's <laughs> also, what do you think about changing... Using Sandman's story and mm-hmm. changing everything you thought about the first movie? It I, I literally makes no sense. They could have just. I know. I know the idea is they want Spider-Man to have connections with all these people, right? But there's absolutely no reason for that. Sandman could just be a fun villain that he fights, mm-hmm. or just like something to to keep him occupied while the other two are doing whatever they're doing. And he can even have his backstory. Yeah. But why does it have to be? Why does it have to change? I don't know. I always felt like kind of. I think when I first saw it, it didn't really bother me. I yeah, was like, whoa, it, what a wild reveal. Right. It felt like a cool twist because you're like, oh, like he's the one. Yeah. He's the big guy. But uh, but I don't know. He already dealt with all that. Right. Like that's what the whole first movie the, was that's about. Li- yeah. It, it deletes everything that happened yeah. in the first movie. So, yeah, I, I still love the original trilogy. And I think mm-hmm. the third one is so off the wall that it should, it should be watched. But you got to know... Even me, mm-hmm. I'll step down from my mantle. Wow. The third act of this movie mm-hmm. is a disaster. It, it it's just it just doesn't make sense. No. And and maybe it's because we've seen a lot of movies and we're like used to strong third acts. But even then, like whether or not you see a lot of movies, I think that you would realize that it's just not great. And I I think that this goes to show that the failure of of uh trilogies, mm-hmm. like of the third film in a series, has so often to do with studio pressure which which blows my mind because time and time again we've seen these third movies even with star wars even the most recent star wars rise of skywalker is that was i always forget the name because they're all confusing now the last jedi the last was that the last one no because i always think that should be the last one but but it's not right rise of skywalker is the last is the last one see what a problem trilogies what a (laughs) what a mess but that also fell flat i i think i think a lot of people don't talk about it as much they said it kind of (laughs) the people i know right (laughs) they talk about it yeah back and forth but i think uh you know as much as it tried to fix things um i don't know if it was necessarily a studio that came in but the the third movies just never do well yeah 
and I, I just can't figure out why. I find that in, in the third one, I'm always justifying certain things. I'm always saying, I really like this, but... Mm-hmm. like, And that's a perfect example. Rise of Skywalker, absolutely love Kylo mm-hmm. and, and Rey's interactions. I, I love it. That's mm-hmm. what I was there for. Yep. And I, 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 I think I, I landed on Satisfied. Mm-hmm. But there's so many issues that uh, I can I can definitely see like why people were upset about it. Yeah. And there are so many things I don't care about. Like mm-hmm. I didn't care about Finn by the third movie at yeah. all. Well, I mean, me he, his whole story got lost. Completely lost. By the second one, you're like, he completely, it almost feels like he got a rewrite to be like, That's he what has I felt no like, story. I know. Which like, did he? Because I know there's a lot of like transfer of power in the making of those movies and stuff. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know. But um, I don't know. But that's that's what it feels like. Like I loved this aspect of it, but mm-hmm. I get why it's not like a great movie. Same thing with Spider-Man 3. Yeah. I And I know this is the controversial part, <laughs> but I love all the crazy over-the-top stuff. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll watch this movie again in the future okay. just to see that. What did the kids think? Uh, they liked it. Okay. Yeah. They, um, I forget. Uh, yeah, they didn't have any like crazy reaction to it. I can't imagine um, they would. They, but. but they really liked the trilogy overall. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, we actually just watched Amazing Spider-Man the other day mm-hmm. and Simi instinctively started ranking her Spider-Man afterwards. Oh my God. So Tobey Maguire is her favorite. Really? She, yeah. She likes the original Spider-Man movies. Um, Better than Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, I, I couldn't quite get out of her where like the MCU Spider-Man stood, but it sounded like they really liked Spider-Man One, Two, and, and they're three. great movies. I think yeah. I think they're um, you know even the third one thrown in the mix, it drops the overall score down. Right, but right. it's still it was a high score to begin with, so sure. it's still a good trilogy to watch. And I am hopeful that we we got Raimi directing Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. We were talking about seeing Toby and Spider-Man Three. Yeah, I need these. I, I make we're some right jokes, yep. some references. That's all. A single joke is all I. That's need. it. Let these two cross paths. You think we'll see another dance number? I I <laughs> hope so. Oh God, I hope so. I, you know what I think they're gonna do is go through different parts of the past, yeah. and maybe they'll like reference that scene and be like, "Remember when you went Evo?" And he's oh. like, "We don't talk about that." Oh, we talk. About <laughs> we it. talk. About we it. talk about well, it. Well, I'm glad you watched them all. You know, I'm glad it, you did too. So. Yeah, it was uh, just the third one. Where do you rank the third one? On what? One to ten. Oh, uh, I'm probably like a six. That's what you gave a Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, it's not as. I think Wonder Woman's worse. Is that what I gave Wonder Woman? I'm yeah, rude. you said we're too nice. I would give it a six. Yeah, okay. Less Wonder Woman draw. Uh, yeah. That's the other thing with Wonder Woman. The longer it lingers in my brain, the worse it the gets. The worse it gets. Wonder, <laughs> Wonder, Wonder Woman's down to five. Spider-Man's a six. Uh, I think that was largely the... Um, oh, my gosh. We didn't do a poll this week. Oh, we didn't. didn't do reflection. Sorry, oh, guys. It's a new thing. That would have been a good one. What's worse, mm. Wonder Woman or Spider-Man? We'll hit that next week, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> there's the poll. Because yeah. <laughs> um, it made me think of it because I put a post up... Um, uh, today with the Wonder Woman cover art. And yeah. I haven't gone back and read through them, but I got a couple notifications. I was like, very disappointed. Did not like this movie. So. <laughs> I'm um, glad it's unanimous. Do you want to stay on the Spider-Man tip? Yeah, why not? Let's go into video games. Okay. Video games. One last thing I didn't mention mm-hmm. was the thing they didn't do, mm-hmm. that they so clearly should have, mm-hmm. is made Harry the focus of the whole movie. Which I feel like they were building. I said it earlier. I feel like they were building up yeah. because like, you know, he figures out 
that he's Spider-Man yeah. and, and, and uh, it's just like, it, it was building up towards that. And just for, for him at the beginning of the movie yeah. to get knocked out, I know you're like, what, what is, is this? Yeah. And I know they wanted to focus on Venom, Sandman, all that stuff, but like they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have, they should have they, just they been... benched him for such a long time. Yeah. It was Wasted. a waste. And he dropped those eggs when and he, he tried <laughs> to flip the eggs. Don't drop the eggs, dude. Don't drop the eggs. Unbelievable. Terrible. Let's move on to what actually put me into this freaking Spider-Man... The spider mood. ...kick that I'm on Mm -hmm. is uh, Spider-Man. Right. On PS4. Marvel Spider-Man. Marvel Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Been sitting on this for a hot, spicy minute. It's a long minute. And uh, you know what's funny? It actually Mm -hmm. happened to be the uh, final uh, game that I beat of, of 2020. Oh. It oh, yeah, my... we were going to number our list. We were, that's right. I have my game list. My movie uh, list all right, what's, about... the, what's your uh, game list? What was the number? 175. Mine was a, uh, a nice even 60, I believe. That's very so good. Spider-Man was the 60. Thank you. That's, that's incredible. Very... What was yours? 175. Good Lord. But, uh, you know, I sacrificed my humanity for it. So. Yeah, uh, my... my... <laughs> Uh, and Soul yes. was my 149th. I didn't hit Damn. 150. Oh, come on. One I know, short. I know. I think you beat me in movies. I, I, I didn't do my movie list because I don't know why I don't have it numbered. Where would you put shorts? Movies? Uh, oh, good question. I, I did put Burrow in movies. I, put, I had been putting shorts in TV. Because they're shorter. Now I here's the like. thing: my list is a little, little tricky yeah. because I also put TV series in my movie list. Oh. It's everything I've watched. Oh, it's a watch yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. Yours but is I have stupid. it. Sep- <laughs> I have it separated by years. <laughs> but it's because I don't watch nearly as much. Sure. That I want to make the list feel bigger. Right. Right. Well, oh, that's yeah. not. Do you have a listen list? That's cheating of songs and stuff. I do. I started a listening list by like albums and new podcasts, mm-hmm. and I put a few things on there, but it, I it didn't really stick with it because a lot of times I do like playlists and stuff. Yeah, so. and it's hard to kind of keep track of the song. Yeah, there was some stuff I missed. You could do it with Sonic Music. That was well played. I did not see that coming. Me neither. Well done. <laughs> um, so uh, Spider-Man on PS4. I've heard nothing but amazing things. Mm-hmm. And ah, good it, use of the word. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It is spectacular. It is. Oh. Uh, it is. Um, it's, it's an absolutely amazing game. Mm-hmm. It is borderline flawless. And Ooh. I think that it, what it really feels like is... Um, so I've been comparing it to Arkham. Mm-hmm. Because anything you can do in the Batman Arkham games, you do a version of in this game. It's and a lot of comic book games cannot escape the Arkham formula. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's the formula they all stick with, but if you compare it to uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two, um, the game at least, it's very much an Arkham clone. Yeah. Um, and so I would say, I mean, this is kind of far away, but like I'm trying to think of other ones. Well, if you look at like uh, Shadow of War, sure, uh, or Shadow of Mordor or whatever it was called, um, that There's also, both. oh yeah, Shadow of Mordor and then Shadow of War was this. They were both sequel. called. Shadow of, though? Pretty sure. Huh. Anyways. I'll confirm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so that formula is is very prominent throughout these like movie-type yeah. games and comic books. But um, with Spider-Man, I didn't feel as it was as much 
like Batman Arkham, but I could absolutely see the comparison you're making. Yeah. Well, what it feels like, uh, they're both called Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, Middle of Earth. Shadow of War. Middle Earth, Shadow of War. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this felt like, what makes this feel so different mm-hmm. is it's the difference of Batman versus Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So Batman is, uh, he's a different type of character. He's a different mood. Mm-hmm. He's a different speed. Mm-hmm. And um, while it was similar, it's basically Arkham, but with Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. things are a little bit faster and a little bit more fine-tuned. And um, But you still have, you have the stealth missions. Mm-hmm. You have... Um, you have the, the combat is the same. You yep. have the, uh, the revisitable places where you just basically are beating up guys and seeing if you can get a higher score, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and even the way you level up your equipment and stuff, it's all very, very similar. Uh, but I mean, everything about this game is so fun right from the jump. Yes. Um, so the gameplay is, is really, really, I, again, I, I would just say it's like, at first, it feels like a lot because you're mm-hmm. learning more and more buttons and how they tag on to each other. But eventually, you're like, this is flawless gameplay. Yeah. Like, I literally, my fingers just know what to do because it's so fun and natural. It's so intuitive how they built it. Intuitive, yeah, yeah. How to play Spider-Man. Exactly. But not only that, the writing is unbelievable. Incredible. It's so good. There, I mean, nothing captures Spider-Man more than flying through the city and Spider-Man just making quips to himself. Mm-hmm. Not Like, not where it's annoying, where right. it's so fitting. It really is. And, and and you can tell there was a lot of passion put into this game because yeah. not only is the story, like, one of the best Spider-Man stories, but it also is so uh, strongly performed by everybody. Right, All yeah. the voice actors and all the writing is so... <sighs> incredible. It, it really <laughs> is. Like, I think this is maybe my favorite version of Mary Jane. Oh yeah, I've for seen. sure. Like she's so great, mm-hmm. and um, the uh, the interwoven gameplay of Peter and MJ and Miles mm-hmm. throughout the game, yeah, is so cool. People really didn't like those scenes. Really? Yeah, they didn't like. And I I will agree. Um, so a lot of people complained it slowed down the gameplay. Uh, I guess. And I agree. Yeah. But also, who cares? Like, like I I thought I thought it was very important to the story. Yeah. I thought it it lets you see like. It wasn't just a Spider-Man game. It was also about Mary Jane and Miles and their uh, importance to the story. Right. And what I thought was so cool about it is it does slow it down a little bit, but I thought the pacing was perfect. Like Those sequences were neither too frequent Mm -hmm. nor too long. No, there was only a couple, right? Yeah, there really weren't that many. And they were very, very significant. Like Mm -hmm. It was after the attack at the, uh, I don't know what it was, like the award ceremony. Yeah, yeah. Which... Holy crap. I guess they're doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think that's the first time you play as Miles. Yes. And it's... That that one I liked a lot. I did too. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's nerve wracking. It is. And it's MJ intense. in the museum, like mm-hmm. it's scary. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like so nervous. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought that was all great. All the characters are great. Um, the, the missions are a lot of missions. It is a very... It's game. very, it's thick. Yeah, it's a thick boy. But I will say, like, I, I hundred percented it. Mm-hmm. Haven't hundred percented a game in a long time, and I think they did a great job of making things uh, fun, even if it was just little side missions. Like, I love how picking up the backpacks—they're just collectibles. Did you get the platinum trophy? Um, I don't think so. Okay. What do you have to do to do that? Just get every other trophy in the game, but not the DLC ones. Not the DLC ones. Just so probably not. If you 100% it, there, there's just a couple, like, I think there's combat ones where you have to, like, 
you know, get a hundred hit combo like or something. Combos like, or yeah, something. yeah. I'll have to see what I have left because yeah. I'm not sure. Because by th- by the end of it, you should have it uh, minus those like special ones. You okay, so I'll have to check that. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, I finished that, and now I'm on the DLC right now, which mm-hmm. I also love. Yeah. I think they're so well written. They're really good. Yeah. Um. By the time personally, when I got to them, I was I was kind of burnt out because 100 yeah. percent was a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you do you know very similar things yeah. as far as the missions go and like the collectibles and all that stuff. You yeah. know, you're just like. More the same. I, I do kind of wish that these ones didn't have the extra missions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it or, or not. Mm-hmm. I beat the first one, the Black Cat one. Yep. And I left a lot of the side missions. Um, I'm halfway done with the second piece. But they're they're really great. Yeah. Um, this Unlocking the suits. There's so many suits. Oh. Like, the content is just insane. Spider-Man 99 was the one. Or 2099. So sick. Always my favorite suit. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm using like the MK one, uh, right now. Oh, like like Iron Man. Oh no. So I don't know. They say MK one, MK two, MK three. Are they Mortal Kombat suits? <laughs> yeah. Those are what they Rem- look like. You remember when he was in Mortal Kombat? They almost look uh, like... I think that's Mark. Mark 1, Mark 2. Okay. Like, like Iron Man, but... Oh, yeah. There is a... There's an Iron Spider Is it Mark suit. or Mock? Mark. Mark? Mark 1. There's also Mock. It's black and silver. I don't know. He's got armor. But he's got the Raimi suit, like the oh, sweatsuit yeah. yeah. wrestling one. Mm-hmm. That one's dope. Um, and they do have the, the original Raimi suit, too. Yes. Um, yeah, they but do. that one was added later. Like, yeah. like the game was done and everything. And yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 super good. I can't recommend it enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I'm like you know. I know I'm on the latter end. Everyone's moving on to the next one. No, I'm glad you didn't get spoiled because it, yeah. it's a it's a there's a lot of good stuff I could in that not story. Believe, and talk about fitting a lot of villains in. So many things happen, mm-hmm. and it feels so well done. Yeah, I, I think a game is the only way you can fit that many villains. 100%. Anything more than one or yeah. two, you know. Yeah, and it, the battles are so amazing. Everything mm-hmm. looks just so great. Um, it kind of made me think, like, when Cyberpunk came out and mm-hmm. everyone was talking about all the bugs. Yeah. I'm like, how did Spider-Man do it so well? Like, you can just drop on the street at any point in time and just mm-hmm. run through a bunch of people. And that game did not have a lot of bugs initially, to no, my no. knowledge. Other um, than the I'd... spider. <laughs> wow. That, and that's where we end the podcast. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. Um, so this did bring up a couple thoughts for me playing okay. this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spooter Moon, what are your thoughts on? Do you have a preference mm-hmm. on collectibles versus mini missions? Ooh, um, I think I prefer collectibles. Like you're saying, one or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say I prefer collectibles because. Um, depending on how fun it is to traverse the game, yeah, um, it would be cool to like. Uh, it's a good podcast game. You yeah, know? it yeah, becomes sure. a podcast game. Right. Where with mini missions, sometimes they have stories attached to mm-hmm. it, and if I'm at the point where I'm just doing a cleanup, yeah, I don't really care so much for the stories. But part of me is like, I got to listen to the story. Sure. A- and it depends like what the missions require me to do. Well, and this one was tough because every time you pick up a backpack, it mm-hmm. gives you like a little backstory. Yeah. So I had to hear it. Yeah. Um, I thought the missions were well done in this one. I, I didn't mind the collectibles there. The only one that I didn't really love was the, uh, taking the photos like, yeah, those were tricky of the landmarks. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't bad, but there were just like a lot of them. Yeah. It was just like, it, it felt, um, time consuming. Yeah. And then the only other thought I had, how do you feel like, have you thought about the fact that a lot of games are so complex now mm-hmm. that this game literally has a, a game long button tutorial? Game long button tutorial. 
every time you go to do an action, uh-huh. it will remind you of the buttons. Right? Like if you get if you go up to a vent, oh. the triangle pops up okay. to remind you what to press. So you're saying it it's so complicated that you would forget buttons or it needs to remind you? I guess. I just I found it interesting that the entire game Yeah. And that's that's common now. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Like uh it it happens a ton in God of War. Like you'll you'll walk up sure. to, a, to a chest and it'll always say square, no matter what. Right. And it's like, okay, at this point I know how to break it open. But it's kind of funny, like I it's just part of the game, but I was just thinking about I feel like there were there was a time in games yeah. where it would be you go through the tutorial mm-hmm. and you're on your own from there. Yeah. And and it's very common now. I mean, I think of man, anything. A- anything at all, and there's usually a button prompt somewhere. Right. Now, it is more complicated now because if the game is not exclusive to a console, mm. then they have to remap everything to each game, which could be easy, oh, could be yeah, hard. But yeah. Spider-Man, it makes the most sense, obviously, because right. it's all, only on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but you're right, because you could either take a long break or you could literally forget how to do it because because yeah. maybe you don't go through a vent for four hours. Sure. And it's like if you don't, if you don't do it a lot, you wouldn't remember. Right. And there are other things, too, like... Um uh, anytime you want to throw something, mm-hmm. R1 and L1 pop up. Always. Anytime yep. you want to uh, like zip to something, mm-hmm. R2 and L2 show up. Last of Us, same thing. The, the, yeah. There's always a button prompt. Right. Um, at least depending on the difficulty you play on, but more yeah. often than not, it's there. And it's just a funny thing. Like our, our, uh, I guess you know, I like that. I don't have a. I don't know what it would be like without it in yeah. a game like this. But clearly, at some point, that was deemed necessary for like a a, a clean playthrough. Yeah, you know, instead of like getting to a vent and being like, oh shoot, which uh, button? Was yeah, what what am I pressing? Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. It's such an interesting thing. Yeah, I guess they're really adapting to the times. And maybe people struggled because they didn't know what maybe. buttons to press. I don't know. I don't know. It's cool though. I mean, I'm fine with it. Spider Man's so good. Spider Man is so good. I am ready to be done with it. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm excited to finish the story, but here's the thing. I, I beat the Black Cat one, mm-hmm. and there's one suit that you can't get unless you 100% each district. Uh-huh. Which is, uh, you know. I'm like, is that an... Yeah. Do I do that? The only thing is that I believe there's a trophy associated with it, so that's the other incentive. But if you don't care much for trophies, then... I, I'm noticing I don't as much yeah. as achievements, probably because I haven't put as much time into PS4. Yeah. trophy Trophies are pretty satisfying. I've definitely gotten the bug recently because they now have the PlayStation level, yeah. which be, uh, which is just like um, the total points of all what all your trophies are oh. worth. Um, so it's cool to see that go up because before, you di- you also had levels before, but they were very like... You know, I would get 400 trophies and yeah. maybe go up half a level. Maybe. So it's like you never really felt like progress, but because there's a thousand levels as opposed to, I believe it was 99 before, yeah. I'm leveling up frequently enough where it feels like I'm working towards something. That's cool. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, trophies are just like achievements, the same thing. Yeah. You know, so um, I wouldn't blame you for not being interested. Dude, don't blame me. I'm blaming you. Uh, oh, oh, I'm mad. Why? What'd you forget? I didn't forget anything. Uh-huh. Saw a quick uh, teaser for mm-hmm. Resident Evil 8 Village. Oh, uh-huh. And uh, little tags underneath said Xbox. What's the new one called? One Series, Series X. Series X. Yeah. Just Exclusive? like the medium. I don't know. 
Yeah, uh, the, speaking of, I was just about to say it, The Medium, yeah. which you have been very excited for. So excited for it. You know, it was supposed to come out, I believe, in November. I think so, yeah. Or December. Yeah. Uh, and it got pushed to January. And, yeah. you know, you've been super excited and it looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, and just recently, when they were announcing that it's coming to Game Pass and all that stuff, uh, what, January? I think it's this month. Yeah. Oh, January, like 18th or whatever it was, uh, it just came out that it's Xbox Series X exclusive. Yep, so it's going to be out. Available on Game Pass. And you can't play it. And I'm not going to be able to play it. Because I went on my Xbox the other day because I knew it was available to pre-download. Mm. And I couldn't find it. I was like, where is it? Where is it? And so I looked it up. I was like, where is this? And Dude. then it said it was exclusive. So it won't even show up in the store for you as far as like Game Pass wise. It makes me so sad. Ugh, it is like, and it makes sense. You want there to be exclusives for these new consoles, you know, and you want, but I was under the impression at the very least that there would all Xboxes would be able to play yeah. all the games. Yeah. But it makes sense given the, you know, this game is running two games at once. Yeah. It, it, ha- it takes a lot of power and stuff, but I'm just, I'm uh, surprised. I am too. All, you know? I am too. And I'm, I'm pretty sad about it. And then I saw that village teaser mm-hmm. and that said the same thing. <sighs> that, yeah. The, the word's been back and forth on that. People yeah. think it's going to be cross, cross gen, but then, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying it might be too big where it can't handle and it. I don't know what to get first. The Xbox or the the PlayStation? Yeah. Uh, it depends what exclusives you're looking for. I know. It depends if Resident Evil is an exclusive. I don't think it is, but... Is the medium? Yeah, just Xbox. I think in PC. Oh, it's definitely PC. Yeah. Ah, uh, whatever. So, it is a shame. Yeah, stimulus. Stim- you stimulus? No, my stimulus is already gone. Yeah, it's, it's the already spent on adult things. Yep. But um, not those adult things. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that's all I got, man. Yeah, I, I've, um, I haven't been really doing anything worth talking about. Well, you better start doing some stuff worth <laughs> talking about, sir. I've been lame. I've been playing a bunch of games, but honestly, like looking at the list, Resogun, it was fine. Yeah. Gold Digger Riches. Okay. That's just a mining VR game. Neat. Dumb. It was fine. Okay. Um, Sonic 3D Blast. I could talk about that one for a little bit. It's up to you, man. You ever play Sonic 3D Blast? Yeah, I think I have, actually. It, it was yeah. that, just that weird, like, it was Sonic's first attempt into the 3D world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's what I've been learning about my Sonic adventures recently. Okay. Uh, so I've been every Sunday uh, on Twitch. I've been streaming Sonic Sonic Sundays, yeah. Uh, and so Sonic 3D Blast came up, and mm. the the older Sonic games, nobody's meant to beat those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think they designed them for people to replay them a ton of times. Okay, and just uh, you know, uh, die and be in pain. That sounds awful. Sonic 3D Blast wasn't necessarily hard. Yeah. But it is very uh, uh, annoying okay. how it's designed. Okay. There's just a lot of not fun things to do. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's a shame because... Uh, the you know, opposite that, of Spider-Man. Right. The absolute opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, was, it, it definitely wasn't the best. But um, yeah. you know, I would say, in my opinion, I prefer the 3D Sonic games. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sonic 3D Blast, if you ever go back and play it, just be aware it's not great. Was that... Um... Sega Saturn? So that was Genesis and Saturn. Really? Which is, why? Why I don't know. But I believe huh. Saturn had more levels and different okay. soundtrack and stuff. So That's a weird uh, generation. Huge. Jump. Huh? Yeah, that's very bizarre. But I think uh, they wanted, like, I don't know if the Saturn version looks any different or plays any different. Yeah. Um, because the Genesis and Saturn, I mean, they have different 
How strange. Yeah, different makes and everything. But um, yeah, it, it definitely, it's not great. Yeah, bummer. It, and even worse, I got I went for the true ending, which I didn't mean to, which means I got an extra boss at the end. And he was so annoying. <laughs> I, was, I was just like, please. Because I don't even want, I don't even care about the true ending. And yeah. the true, true ending wasn't even worth it. Yeah, what is it? Just like a an extra yeah, you get single the, frame? You get the same frame as you do for the normal ending, except it's Eggman's robot blowing up in the background. Oh my gosh. Same dude. exact, but it's Sonic like flying away like Superman. And so I saw it like, you know, 10 minutes before the, or 20 minutes, however long it took me to beat the last boss. Yeah. And so I saw that frame. And then when that frame came up again, I was like, this is it? Oh, no. No, it's literally like the same thing. And I went through getting all the Chaos Emeralds and all that. But whatever, yeah. I can say I 100%ed it and I'm good. That's but, good. You did it. I'm proud of you. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, that's that's nice about work. it. I've been boring. Yeah. Boring. 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 Well, you know what, Tim? Yeah. That's fine. That's that's cool. Because we got ourselves here uh, a nice, a nice, a nice juicy episode number 146 of mm-hmm. the Keep Up Podcast. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, I guess you you know what I know you want more and yeah. you can find us on Instagram at the Keep Up Podcast where you'll find little clippy nips clippy nips and uh, you know fun no nipple clips though no we don't not that yeah those are weird uh, fun little images and pictures and teasers for our videos you can mm-hmm. find us on YouTube at the Keep Up uh, you can check out our uh, our website trainwreck.com slash the Keep Up slashems uh, trainwreck is T R E I G N wreck dot com slash the keep up uh-huh. and uh where else i guess that's all the things leave us reviews if you're feeling that yeah for the podcast uh um, on on apple apple podcast apple podcast itunes yep. all that stuff mm-hmm. uh you can find us on spotify you can find us all over the place and uh let us know yeah find us on instagram so you can do our polls we're gonna do polls we're gonna do polls there were polls there were polls. I think we're going to go record another video now. We're going to yeah? try. That's for sure. Groovy. Grooves. Um, well, Tim's going to do what is called End Babble. Babble would do. And your topic. Yes. Is stars. <laughs> Infinity continues on the rotation of forever. A twinkle in your eye. A twinkle in the sky. The clouds beyond show nothing but the stars of repugnance. As you stare into the abyss of nothing but darkness, the star reflects your hope and your dreams. But don't forget, the star is not only your friend, but also your lover. And when the star guides you to the moment, you'll know. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. I don't wonder what you are anymore, because you're my friend. And so I'll leave you with this. If a star touches your elbows, remember to wish upon it, because your next dream will be tonight. Thank you. Thanks for listening in to this podcast. This show is part of the Trainwreck Entertainment Podcast Network. For more content, go check out trainwreck.com. You know, you might just find something else on there that you like.